Connor and Gru. Boys, please introduce yourselves and a little bit about you. Right, um, I'm animated. I'm a EU Contenders Trials coach for uh, Samsung Morningstars and uh, currently head coaching a NA project team called Ignition Esports. Yeah, that's, that's me. Hey, I'm uh, Connor and I am currently the head coach for Left Behind and I do a lot of private one-on-one -on -one coaching in my Discord server and stuff like that. And yeah, that's pretty much me. Uh, I'm Gru, I coach 4.3k scrims and I do some one-on-ones, not currently coaching a team. So, yeah. Alright, so sadly for today, our special guest couldn't make it as they had some stuff come up in real life. So we will be heading straight into the first topic of discussion, which is what is deciding the current meta, seeing as both Contenders and Owl are on the incorrect patch. So, Animated, I know you had quite a big opinion on what was deciding meta, but I've been watching scrims this week that have been on current patch a little bit and seeing what's been happening. So, if you want to start Animated with what you think is deciding the meta this week, and then we'll move Connor and Gru, you can chuck your own input in when you want to. Yeah, I mean, since we had our last conversation, we've kind of seen the rise of uh, Double Off Tank, which, I mean, we'll get on to later. But, um... I was very kind of keen in the fact that I don't think that the double mu double uh, double bubble, the the Zarya monkey sh it, it is meta. It was just a comfort pick chosen by people coming into the new meta who, when we don't fully understand what the changes have done and how they've impacted each hero, we went back to something that was unchanged and was proven in the previous meta. And um, yeah, in in because I've had a week or something to think about it and to look at to look at the scrims, and I think double bubble still. I think I'm still agreeing with what i said last week i still think double bubble isn't the strongest comp that we could have or at least the current playstyle that we're using for it is um i don't think it's the best we can get to and i've seen a lot of interesting comps being used i have a, a personal favorite that we're running trials on at the moment for for sms uh, which is is looking to be very interesting and i think there's a lot more running to come. double main tank weren't you yeah we were running ryan arissa yeah. and it's it's because the idea is that you can't run monkey bubble into a brawl that's centered around a bunker yeah so if you have a kind of almost bunker i know it seems weird but a bunker rush comp almost so the idea is that a, a good monkey bubble team when they're when they're faced with a bunker comp will try and create pincer angles so they will spread out around you and try and damage you from all sides but that will play into our strengths because our damage is is very one-dimensional and then it only goes one way so instead of being affected by the pincer we can focus down um, their zarya because the zarya is always the main threat in a monkey bubble so really by splitting around us you're actually making it easy our lives making easier easier for the brawl exactly so connor what what are you thinking is moving the meta at the moment what's looking like your favorite comp at the moment i must say i am lanking the winston zarya double bubble dive I think it is super effective, and I think if you get that burst damage, like the initial burst damage in, then it is an easy set fight win, you do just kind of snowball it. Although I must say I like animated uh, thinking, where you can't just run double shield still, and you won't be able to get through that. Brew, what are your opinions on anything in terms of... Well, I think with the... Uh, we've seen in the last patch we saw some... Arissa and Sigma nerfs, which were uh, still pretty high up on the must pick the tanks. I think Double Bubble is is going to be better um, running into these running into these shields. And I like what Animated's saying with um, being able to avoid the pincer, but I'm not. I I feel like 
you can work around that as as a team if you're running Winston Zaria. I mean, that's fair enough. I've seen myself personally. I saw scrims this morning uh, on fresh patch, and obviously there was some con some of it, some new comps being tested out in contenders yesterday for me. Um, I saw some Hog Diva, and I've seen a, a, quite a lot of still double shield being fairly strong, but that's old patch. I'm assuming I've still seen some of it and think it is still potentially viable, especially with Zen coming back, maybe. Um, what are your opinions on that Zen patch, by the way, if you've any, any of you have tried it properly? I think on long sideline maps, it's going to be super effective. Like... For example, Ilios, you won't be able to use it every map, but on Ruins, for example, I think it would be a very good pick. Mm. I the think Zen is, is uh... you're not too focused on the Winston pick, are you, Anime? You like the Winston pick, so how does that square up for you? The Winston pick into Zen? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think the Zen, the Zen changes are good for players who can play Zen. I think the skill cap for Zen is still high enough that you won't see him becoming meta in the sense that Brig was because any any flex support or any main support can, can swap to Brig with a, a fairly low skill cap for a very high uh, value hero. But with Zen, you have to be hitting your shots. If you're not hitting your shots in the, the one and a half seconds or something you have before you get rolled by, by their flankers, then you're not going to be finding any value. And then to trade the, um, the superior heroes of, of Brig and um, over time of Lucio, then I think risking it by playing a zen you have to be very confident that your zen player will, will not only be able to um, get the picks needed to have enough sustain to uh, make up for the healing loss but also not be vulnerable to any dives when you're playing into double bubble especially with zen you're going to really struggle keeping your zen alive given that he's going to be the main the main dive target from uh, their three flankers so even with say your brawl comp take that for instance where it wants to engage while the double bubble's building its charge where it's soft engaging yep. does then then play into your meta there connor you can input in here and grew as well feel free to jump in on whether you think zen with a brawl is going to be okay i mean i i think that like like connor said with in maps which have quite long sight lines because the main the main reason you'd pick a zen is the or at least i think is his high damage and his all boost Discord, which can like, um, which can melt targets, and I think, I think if you're, I think we're gonna see more of a comp like Bap Zen, or um, yeah, I think if we'll see a lot more Bap Zen, so he has more sustain, but um, it it's it's gonna be hard to tell because um, yeah, it's all down to your, it's all down to the the Zen's team, the ability of the Zen's team to heal for him and help him because he's not going to be able to sustain by himself. I, I, um, I feel like having to to allocate a lot of resources to keep Zen alive is is probably not the right way to go about it. I don't think we're going to see him becoming meta the same way that we saw Brig for the past yeah, kind of Brig was months. unkillable. Exactly. I, I feel like you're going to have to put a lot of resources in Brig now and like dive meta and stuff. I because... think she lost her brawl value more than anything though with the Inspire I feel like... I think I, I have another hot take on Brig. I was talking to Connor about this yesterday. Yeah. I think Brig, last meta, was broken, right? We can all agree yeah. that she was just... Yeah. She was a broken support. She was she a broken She was broken support. only because the DPS she was countering were broken. She, That's yeah, true. She got to the point where she was virtually unkillable. The amount of resources you had to put into her made her unkillable. But now that the nerfs have come in, I think she's 
almost in like a perfect spot. I think people think she is bad because she was so good. And the gap between where she was and where she is now is so large that people assume that she must be broken. But, but in that's the like end... the Sigma nerf as well though, isn't it? Exactly. I think they've put her in a place where she can now where where the other main supports can now compete with her, as opposed to her being a must pick. So with a the hog patch and b the sig nerf what i feel like they're both kind of moving into a similar category of tank other than the fact that sigma has probably the better survivability than hog because hog's fairly easy counterable by a kind of armor or something any cc really kind of bashes him out of everything so what what tanks are we thinking are moving in i mean so earlier summer you said about um hog and diva yeah and I think um, Hog is, he can put out a lot of damage, but in he is he can be quite vulnerable if he's a tank without armor. So if, if you catch him without his take a breather that is, and no hook, you can, um, he's a fairly easy target. He's a bit of an, um, an alt battery. And I think Diva's Vents Matrix can sort of supplement him. So when he's in his alt, or when he's hooked someone, or when he's using take a breather, if he is essentially um, immune because of the defense matrix on him, you're going to see um, high damage and low vulnerability for for him. So it will be interesting to see how people work around that. It's true. I think, I think all of these comps where you're based around kind of your hog as your main threat is very similar to an avoided comp, right? The bull. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where, yeah. where they just play around just trying to create disorder and just trying yeah, to mess if, it up as if much. If you as get that. a pick off, so I, it was being run with, let me just verify with what I've recorded down. So it was being run with a Lucio Reaper. So the tor the comp was Lucio Reaper, Hog Diva, Moira Torb. So where if they weren't running full pick potential with a Reaper on the Hog, they were running survivable heroes like a Torb who could just kind of take quite a few hits before. So they were yeah, winning but... basically off a pick comp, but that's what... Yeah, that's 50% that's there. Like we're going to be seeing comp. a lot. Yeah, they just yeah. create as much disorders they can and get the picks off, and then they win the game. I think as, a, as, as you move up through the tiers, especially in, um, in EU, you find that tier 3 teams will really struggle against comps like that. But as you move up and the teams become better synergized and more aware of how you can play around it, it, it becomes a lot harder for, for comps like that to actually find value because there are so many flaws in the comp and all it takes is is a team good enough to exploit them that you, you will struggle. So moving swiftly on to our next kind of topic area. So the first one we were thinking about was Winston Zarya and its full meta capabilities. So. The idea of Winston Zarya is a couple of soft engages to build bubble, build primal, build nano, build Zarya charge, and then hit a hard engage. So animated, you obviously feel like it's a temporary thing. I, I think, think it's a strong comp, but I don't think it is. I don't think we're going to see it being played in the same way that uh, double double shield was. I don't think it's got full meta capability. I think it's still lacking a lot, but I feel like the teams that have nailed it that I've seen have been difficult to stop, although it's more of a tank central meta rather than allowing your DPS to go or your supports to carry as much as they can. 
yeah, it's, really, just... it's very dependent yeah. on the Winston. So, as a tank player myself, I feel like that doesn't define a meta enough for it to be strong enough. I think it's it's more reliant on on a good off tank than a than a good than a good Winston. I think uh, Korean Diavod or Bobo, anything like that can have such a like a big impact on other teams and stuff like that that it'll just it should just take over as like the new meta because it does just have so much potential i feel like it does but it, it still leans into that kind of chaos comps doesn't it really because there's no real necessary there's the base structure but there's not much kind of structure around it like there was with double shield where it's kind of hold on off angle with a sigma and look for the picks that way look for just additional burst damage and allow your dps there but it's it's lost a lot of structure when you play double bubble it's kind of a lot more one-on-one kind of battles yeah, rather than fighting your individual i think you've probably summed up the problem with monkey bubble at the moment is that people don't really understand the nuances of the comp because if you take a look at some of the the owl and how they're playing it there are so many things that go on that if you weren't trying to see them you would never see them and it is so difficult because it's so map dependent on the setup that it, it's almost i think there are there are no teams in tier three or tier two that fully have utilized monkey bubble yet and i is think that's that just why... a lack of coaching or a lack of grinding the comp to its full i think I it's think... just too new to like say I think, yeah, yeah I think... it's people didn't put much thought process into it last meta because you didn't need to i just think i just think it hasn't been used enough yet um, yeah, now it's more viable, more people will be using it. This new patch has brought some pretty big changes to the game, and just it, it, the, there just hasn't been enough time for people to fully understand how it's going to be used. Okay, so we when when did you guys start using Monkey Bubble? Because I definitely used it a long time ago. I saw some, um, obviously with AUS contenders, we do a lot of Korean scrimming. And I, I saw it weeks ago. You can ask a couple of my the current teams that I was coaching at the time. They were forced onto Monkey Bubble and forced to learn it. So how how much have you guys been grinding it recently? With the, obviously you animated probably doing less of it, but Conum, you between left left behind, have they been doing much? Uh, recently there has been definitely a few cases on some maps where she like the Monkey Zaya was more viable, but. They decided that the Zaya wasn't always necessary just because the Zaya was mainly used for the Brig CC. And now that they don't have it, they are trying to look into other things like Monkey Ball and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I saw that in your chat, and I think it's an interesting point. Yeah. Because I kind of I disagree with slightly with why she was used. I don't think she was used because of Brig CC, because they haven't changed Brig CC. Brig CC is still the same. The idea is that she was used because of Briggs Inspire, for your own friendly Brig. Zarya had so much brawl potential, especially on a 100 charge, that she was just such a threat to any brawl comp. As soon as the double shield fight against the Monkey Bubble devolved into a brawl, with Inspire, which was insanely strong in a 100, 100 charge Zarya, there's no way you're killing her, especially if she has the support of her flankers. And now that Cease, uh, the, the Brig Inspire has been lowered, I think that's why we might start seeing Zarya being kind of slowly taken out of that comp, as opposed to. So, so one one thing that I did start seeing towards um, towards the end until um, this patch came out, I was starting to see 
um, some Winston and Sigma, and I think um, I think some teams, like Connor said, um, were finding that they didn't have a need for the Zara, and were running that as well. So uh, that could be another thing that will be. So we think that it's moving away from Zarya being required. So who are you? Are you going to swap the Zarya for, or are you going to keep the Zarya and swap the Winston? Because I've seen we I've seen a bit of uh, Zarya hogs. Obviously, the, the double off tank <laughs> looking strong as well. It's a bit of a cheese comp, but it's it's still looking like something that can be powerful. I think it's just pure mechanic based. Yeah, it's, it's very high. It suits one trick teams and strong off tank players, obviously. But yeah, I, it looks promising from what I saw in contenders. My team got rolled three zero by a team running Hog Diva. Right, it's very mechanical, obviously, but it's you know tough, yeah. rough to counter. Yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's really up to coaches to try and stop any any cheese comps because there are things that stop them we put me and nate put something like 10 hours of of vod review just of us two watching avoided vods and even that wasn't enough to kind of fully analyze the stuff they do like we knew what they were going to do and how they were going to do it and yet we still didn't manage to to even take a map from avoided so i think it, i think it's more kind of based around the coaches giving the team what they need to beat it because as soon as you kind of realize that they have no real tactic to what they're doing or they'll have one tactic that they will try and keep to at all costs that they've found works and as soon as you find a way to beat that they're gonna they're gonna struggle so is it obviously we have lots of people listening that probably have their own teams and things like that so is it something you recommend people would put the hours to in potentially below masters or you know, even GM, you know, on the verge of GM, what what do you guys think of kind of lower SR teams, not necessarily just in contenders? Connor, especially, you were doing quite a lot. I remember you said you were doing a bit Gru as, as well with kind of your your bunch. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I've got a, a couple of diamond teams that I'm helping for right now, and I'm trying to get them to run more Korean dive, double bubble sort of thing, but they're definitely leaning more into the way that sort of Zaya and Hog and stuff like that, because they find it much easier to run than running a Winston and getting, you know, the initial picks, setting up the DPS for the dive, stuff like that. They're finding it a lot harder to do, rather than just running in balls deep with Hog and Zaya and not caring and killing everything. Because so. that's that's what I found teams will draw towards. They draw towards the less obviously the less team fulfilling comp. Yeah, it's like but brawl like all over you, again. If, I feel like if you just one team, all it takes is one team to just ruin them, and they're gonna be completely flat out bored. And I feel most like most people I know would probably grind for, for low SR teams. I would probably. I, I don't coach any diamond teams or, or master teams. It's been a long time since I have, but I would hesitate to make them play a comp that doesn't help them understand the game. Yeah, I would so... try and put them into a comp that helps them understand fundamentals. But so, obviously, yeah. I, I'm not very good. Um, yeah, so I've, I uh, only recently did a uh, high master scrim, and 
one team rolled out the gates with Pogsaria and um, they completely rolled this team that I was coaching who tried to go out on Winston Zarya and I think for for your for your average teams who are just grinding ladder um, and not contenders teams who have dedicated coaches the double bubble comp is quite like animated say quite nuanced quite um, it requires a fairly high understanding of the game and a relatively high mechanic uh, mechanical skill but I think heroes and comps like Pogazaria are more um, for your lower uh, SR teams are easier to understand and easier to play with so yeah I wouldn't yeah I would really I don't think I would make anyone kind of under tier 3 teams try and run monkey bubble in my opinion it's definitely the hardest comp in the game it's a dive comp which is already the hardest kind of composition for most teams to understand and then it's the hardest yeah, variant a of a dive comp. With that. Yeah, because yeah, it's not run like a dive, but it is still technically a dive comp. It is. And teams it's really that, struggle. It's that 50 It's that weird it? hybrid sort of comp. So. What, what we were talking about at the beginning, what's going to dictate um, the meta? And I think there is going to be a fairly large difference between your OWL tier 1, tier 2, and maybe tier 3 teams and your ladder players or your GM. Because, like like Animated is saying, Winston Zyra is such a... It's dive, which is already hard, but then it isn't dive. Which is very hard to understand. So I think I think the way I would put it is that Winston Zyra is the comp everyone wants to be playing. But not many people can play it. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Everyone sees it being played and they're like, Oh, that looks really cool. And yeah. just can't pull it off. People... Yeah, it's like seeing nice. someone doing like, I don't know, a backflip on a motorcycle and being like, oh yeah, that looks cool, I want to try that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Let's you, all go and do it. If you, yeah, if, exactly. you play Win if you play Winston Zarya properly, it is at the moment, I would say, going to beat pretty much anything the enemy throws at you. But the problem is if you don't play it right, you're just going to get rolled every time. Mm. True. Yeah. True. I mean, it is still... It still has its potential there, doesn't it, really, Winston Zarya? It's still maximising its potential. It's unlike Goats, yeah. where we hit the stalest form and everybody kind of knew. Yeah, Other than, obviously, like... the, the kind of Chinese teams who went all kind of crazy with it, but it's, uh, it's That's still the kind hitting. of stuff I was running, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good fun, though, if you've ever tried them. Yeah. But, I mean, it definitely, it definitely still... I, I wouldn't be recommending it to lower teams necessarily or fresh teams, especially fresh teams that were I've been I've had a lot of people asking me, especially with um, uh, the new patch for um, with OD that was run on the new patch. There was a lot of kind of people asking me, OK, what's the safe comp to run? What should we be looking to run? So I think definitely I think definitely monkey bubble is the safe pick. But again, it takes a lot of practice and it's not something you should be picking I mean... up straight off the bat. Yeah, I think, I think um, just just looking at this patch overall, uh, what what it's trying to do is to get in games less of this sort of just standing there, tanks holding up shields, uh, supports just sort of doing stuff, and the DPS shooting their guns while the teams sort of awkwardly stare at each other, and it's trying to get heroes to initiate onto each other. Um, you see, like. Uh, 
Farah has been given a buff. You see um, there are drastic reductions to shield and CC abilities like Holt. Uh, you have Symmetra's Teleporter, which is the cooldowns being reduced. And I think all of this is just so that we can, so that people can try and get teams playing against each other. And I think a comp like Winston Zarya is exactly <laughs> what they were aiming for, but it's not going to be easy for everyone to play. It's true. Yeah, I mean, I they they that. were trying to do top down balancing, weren't they? From they were trying to get the top teams more interesting comps to play, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they've done their job in that sense. Yeah, I was um, I was watching the stream of one of my DPS players, and he was doing a VOD review for, for his friend who just competed in OD, and they were they had run Monkey Bubble, right? It was a very solid team. There are some players, really, really song, sort of, like, solid players in the team, and they're trying to run Monkey Bubble. And I, we were looking at this. He was telling, he was like, we don't have any idea what's going on. Like, we're looking at this, like, I was looking at this, and I had no clue what they were trying to do. These hmm. are some of the best players in the kind of the tier 3 Overwatch scene, and they'd had no idea what they were doing. They had been told, these are the characters you need to play, and it's a, it's a dive comp, and they were going, okay, let's run these heroes and see what happens. And they were getting rocked, just because they had no idea. You have no idea how to run it if you don't try and look into it. Yeah, definitely. So, seeing as we have drained the monkey bubble, um, the next topic on our list was the return of Hog. Oh, so, Jesus. You give, so me what... you give me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the face of Hog in every competitive game right now. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. So, he's yeah. he's becoming the next, the new, the current Genji, isn't he, really, where I... all of the Smurfs are crawling out of their hole and all of the one tricks are Come and living go. their best life think... in plat and gold. True. I think you're right. I think... I think you're right in saying Hogs and Genji. I wouldn't like in in the comp games that I've played in like um, Masters. It's it's well, especially on maps where Roadhog already was being picked a lot, like Gibraltar. Um, your your Hog gets a pick, um, and you you push in. There is zero way you can lose. And I think it was the same with Genji. Uh, it was so easy for him to get a pick and get out, and then it was again you just can't lose. So I think I think in the next patch we are going to see a nerf to Hog. I feel like I think he's still in a good place though. I don't think he's overpowered. I feel like he's just. I don't think he's overpowered, but I think the way he works with pretty much most tanks in the game at the moment is he works as a very very good off. I feel like in scrims and stuff like that, he won't be used just purely because, like Anime saying before, you can just run that double shield, you can still run McCree, you can still run a Brig, you can still run all these heroes that just give him so much CC that he just can't live. He just can't play the game. Yeah. See, if I see Hog in a scrim, I laugh and tell them to swap to Anna Brig. Yeah, exactly. And it's it, just it's like. But even, but even though. But even if he's on angles and things like that I, obviously some maps he he favors big open maps so the one i saw him run on a lot was busan um especially things like uh, he was all right on mecha base he definitely lost a lot of value on mecha base um but downtown was the big map for him um just because there's so much cover and so much extra space for him to operate he was getting lots of value obviously we played awfully and that's that's our fault that's on the coaching staff that's on the players but um I feel like he's still 
doesn't have he still has that massive potential it's like a tracer but 600 hp and a one-shot combo right yeah yeah i think i think it the thing is if you if a hog say um somehow if a hog goes into your back line and gets one of your dps okay um like um a widow if your honor can sleep in or nade him if your break can bash him if your mccree can bash him uh, stun him then you should be able to kill him as a team but the thing is like i was saying earlier if you have someone like a sigma going with him or a diva with high mobility then she can provide some sort of cover and you don't get that uh, cc onto him and you don't kill him you're all you're down a person and he's got away so i think i think by himself he's not meta but with with other tank with someone like diva he is yeah, yeah. I, can, I can see the follow-up and stuff on that i think for almost every comp in or sorry for every map in the game it's split into into three lanes it's not that simple but there are three kind of paths that you can take when when trying to go on a flank obviously there are little cut throughs and shortcuts but in general there are three main lanes that you can walk down to go from one spawn to the other on i'm thinking like koth maps or on first point hybrids and stuff like that if you're playing a hog and it's a hog that is competent at the game they're going to be trying to look for the off angles right to try and punish people who are unaware but if you're running kind of that monkey bubble comp you should be occupying all three lanes with two dps or sorry like uh, there'll be one person on each lane with your pack of zarya uh brigana at the back if your hog manages to get through one of those lanes without being scouted by any of those dps then i mean that's kind of, someone's, yeah <laughs> someone's throwing the game someone is throwing that screen if the hog is scouted it's called out and you can play around it and they'll exp they know where to expect the hog from and as soon as you know where to expect it from you should be able to deal with it so i think i think but that's the same with doomfist and we've still seen doomfist get value before but what if you it's, yeah it's when teams are unaware that doom gets to punish in scrims and contenders and these uh higher level teams uh hook just doesn't angles otherwise you get melted and but i think when you're talking about when you go below the tip and you go into the ladder hog can get so much value um so i mean obviously in a scrim um like animator said you're not going to see much hog because um if you call him out you either depending on what you want to do you focus him down or you just move away um so but i think definitely on the ladder hog is going to be very very strong I think Hog's he... always been quite strong on ladder, hasn't he? Um, well, no, I mean, he's not... been struggling. He's definitely not... been struggling. Yeah. Recently, at least Diamond Masters, where I've been playing, it's um, uh, you see uh, before this patch, you saw a lot of Ryan Zarya. Um, but that's as... just the go-to pick, though, isn't it? Yeah, though? a lot of Ryan Zarya, a lot of double shield, and the occasional dive, but very rarely. Did I see a hog? Unless it was just uh, OTP players. I haven't seen a hog yeah. in a long time, even in my games, and I'm like, he's supposed to be the base hero that people want to pick up because he's two cooldowns, easy management, yeah. and it's, you know, oh my god, I got gold damage kind of hero. So, yeah. I think, even then, you know you know a hero is kind of dead when nobody in gold wants to play them, so. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I used to, back when I was in kind of coaching service and helping people rank up, I used to say <laughs> for tank players when they were stuck in gold or plat, just learn hog and you'll get diamond. I feel like there's nothing stopping you from getting to diamond. All you have to do is learn hog, right? You take off angles, you get a pick, and you kill everything. Because I don't think at that low they, they really understand how how to punish, right? That's the difference as you get up, people learn to punish mistakes. Yeah, definitely. But what if what if we say we run so obviously if you run what if you run it with another flanker though? Right? There's only so many so many scouting and dealing with one angle that you can do. So how do you how are you as far as I can see it, his value comes from playing him with somebody else, like a a tracer or a reaper or a you know, a Doomfist or something like that. How yeah. As soon How as you that, though? more than one person away from your main pack, it starts weakening your, your front line. It does. So hopefully the team will start realizing that, hey, they're committing Hog and Tracer to the front, or to the back line. There's no way to stop our main engage. So we just take a brawl with, like, Tracer being a distraction on the Tracer and on the Hog and trying to just delay the 1v1 or keep the 1v1 going, as, or 1v2, yeah. just being a distraction, while your 5 takes on their 4 and wins. What do you oh, feel yeah. like on certain maps, or, I don't know, off the top of my head, uh, Junkertown, for example, a lot of teams like to play that split, double shield, double sniper sort of composition. How do you think Hog would be used in that scenario? I don't think he'd work too well. I think it's too spread out. Like, there's, he's got that sweet spot where you want the bigger angles, but you don't want super long, because he has to get into the engagement, and that's too difficult against that massive, heavy poke. Like, even if you play him with an Arisa or a Sigma, like, there's no way you can close the gap fast enough. I think, I think, um, um, people sort of un underestimate how good of an ability, um, Hook is. Because, um, let's say, let's say it's the first, first fight, and the enemy's running something like Ryan's Aria, and because shields are nerfed and Hog has a high shield break, if, if, Brian drops his shield and Hog hooks him in, and your team swarms onto that Reinhardt. That's a lost fight. So I think, I think Hog has, is, if you have the right player, who's always looking for that opportunity, always um, looking for people to mess up, then it's it's a, yeah, it's a very good pick. Yeah, I feel like he's definitely map dependent. Like, I, something like Kingsrow, I feel like his kind of style. Or yeah, some, yeah. Or it's like very brawl. Quite, it's open, but it's open to like it's easier to attack. I feel like with Hog on attack on Kingsrow, I think it would be a much more effective than on defense. Yeah, he's definitely in. I don't feel like he's a very defensive hero, but no, no, he just runs in, takes a breather, smacks some people around, gets the kills, walks out. It's like no one can even do anything about him right now. Yeah, he definitely takes more coordination to deal with than I think people are happy with, though. Yeah. Right, especially lower down, I don't think. Yeah, that's why a lot of people said, oh, he's so broken and all this. In the higher ranks, you seem to, you notice it more that, you know, he does have that one bullet less. He's got, you know, the the speed on his bullets and stuff like that are less. The, the shield break is still... It's still oh, it's still, it's still insane, break, yeah, yeah. But I don't think the... I think the... The biggest patch, the biggest nerf that I found to Hog was he feels just that the downtime between shots was really nasty still. Mm. Like with that extra nerf on the downtime, I feel like that's the only thing that's gotten him. Although 
one-shotting 250 HP heroes is a bit too much for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not even Reaper like, counters him that well anymore. Because you used to have to damage a Reaper before before you could hook and combo him, right? Yeah. And now it's a kind of, if you're good at, like, if you're good with hook, there's nothing you can really do. Like, the only things that are going to survive are tanks and armored heroes, right? Mm. So... Yeah. I mean, the last... Um, when I played my first game after getting the patch, I didn't read. I didn't read the patch at all. I just play it. I picked Hog and I managed to one shot a Reaper. I was very confused. And I think now, and the problem is, because obviously I don't, I don't do as much contenders as you guys. So I'm, I'm always going to be talking more about the ladder. And like, if if your Arna, let's say, can't. Um, can't anti him or sleep him and you don't have a stun then what people on the ladder would do is just lock reaper but if you can't do that anymore what 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 counters him yeah i mean i have no experience <laughs> yeah it ladder is obviously a lot different to scrims and stuff like that and it always has been always will be there will never be that same comparison not even in the higher ranks You'll always get that May OTP that, you know, half throws the game. You'll always get the Sigma every now and again sort of thing. Whereas Scrims, it's like, you will play meta, and you will only play meta. Well, you will just play what I tell you to play, and if it doesn't <laughs> yeah, work, then, much. I, then I was testing things, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I know I tested a lot of stuff with the uh, the Diamond team, because the day the patch went out, I was coaching the Diamond team, and I was like, oh, run this and try it sort of thing. I was like, see how this goes, and like... That's what I spend a lot of time doing, especially now yeah. I'm, like, obviously, I was doing, I've been doing a lot of tryouts in terms of trying players out for teams and rosters, and to be honest, I've just been running a load of, like, obviously you have to test people to see what they'd be like for future, so that's been me kind of just messing around with comp ideas, um, and seeing if they stick, and if they do, then obviously try to replicate them, so... I think one one hero that was never really meta and I think is going to fall out even more is Wrecking Ball. I with with the hog buff um, and Zarya still being very good heroes. I I just don't see how he can fit into any comp whatsoever. Um, even even Winston Ball, um, it when I've when I've tried it, it hasn't worked very well. Um, unless, well, yeah. So, what, what are your what are your thoughts on him? Ball, I think. Well, even with Zara, he got a lot of playtime with Zarya, didn't he? In Owl the other week, in especially yeah. APAC, he got a lot of playtime. Um, yeah. But that's because APAC region's very Ball Winston focused. You'll find they'll yeah. prefer it to Ryan Arisa. Obviously, that that's my opinion, though, right? I feel like Koreans are born and bred on Winston and Ball rather than Pretty Europeans much. in NA region who are all Ryan and Arisa players, really. And then they pick up Ball because main tank is that allocation of heroes. Yeah. So I feel like they'll always favor Ball over anything, and that's where he'll keep his prowess, especially with people like Armeng, who's just like insane, or even, even Ball, right? Uh, avoided ball like oh, yeah. tractor kid still like destroying yeah. people and it's nasty it, it so. is yeah it's kind of disgusting right now i mean obviously we all joke about hog and ball but it's uh, it's it, viable 
Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, not it's scary viable, that it's right? viable, but it is. I, know. I noticed a few teams recently have been running Ryan Sigma. I don't know. That's that brawl, isn't it? That's that yeah, yeah, it's going back to the brawl. You're and... closing the gap with the Sigma shield normally, and then you're just brawling it out with its high DPS. Yeah, I know um, you said it before, Animator, that you'd prefer the Arisa Ryan. What would you would you feel like the Sigma Ryan could uh, compete with that? Or... Seeing some Sigma Ryan. But I think the problem is that kind of Sig is at a point now where I would prefer Diva over Sig. Sig was played because he could do Diva's job better than better than she could in defending the back line. But he had it was the damage output that you played him for, I felt. Rather than yeah, the, but also obviously he grasp was, is massive, but it was the He could one damage one. output. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the spam comp though. When you wanted to, to spam out rotations, but when you're in a brawl you don't you want to engage during a rotation as opposed to waiting for them to set. So I don't I mean, you could probably find use. But Again, it's that idea that Sigma is closing the gap and that's mm. what you're using it for, right? You're using Sig Shield to either, you know, allow yourself to set up properly in terms of shielding rotations or you're definitely gonna be just I mean I have know, to I have to agree with animated here in that um with with more mobility in the game now and then um really if you want to run Ryan um Ryan Sigma um because si yes Sigma does have a higher damage output than Diva but if you have something like a wrecking ball or you have a tracer or a Genji or something like that which is coming to harass your backline I would say uh, Diva is ten times better at dealing with that, um, because obviously the the backline, your backline is the most important part of your of your team, um, and I think I think Diva is going to do a much better job of that because if you are playing composition with a Reinhardt um, or Brawl, the the enemy team if they half know what they're doing, going to try and poke around you. So I think I think we're going to see. Um, Sigma, Sigma, and Arisa sort of drifting out of um, how much they're played. I think. I mean, I like Animated's idea of running Ryan Arisa because I still think Paul is strong for that concept. Even just a small combo, right? A free pick with a window or anything like that is always great. Um, even though he's more, even though Holt is now a kind of one target, a single target ability, it definitely will take a lot of getting used to. But I still. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Brawl. It's kind of... It still exists, but I don't think it's as strong as it should be. Um, especially seeing as before, where we were seeing, like, Ryan Zarya, May McCree, May Doomfist, May Reaper, stuff like that. I don't know. I still feel like it's... Mm. I feel like you can run Brawl again on some maps. It has to be very map-dependent. Stuff like Li Zhang, I guess you can run it more often whereas but that's you... where niche picks come in though isn't it yeah the yeah junkrats the symmetras the the doom the reapers yeah stuff like that yeah. that's where kind of one trick heaven goes crazy though on lijang doesn't it that is true yeah there's definitely a lot of kind of that so the last topic we set to discuss is the viability of double shield still so i haven't seen yeah. any of it played but i'd like to see it played 
it. I don't know if that's just me, but I'd like to see it stack up against something that we're thinking is good. Obviously, there's the kind of double shield versus double bubble argument, but... I, I would I definitely know. like to see how that would be played out, to be honest. I was in a... Well, again, uh, I'm just going to say this again. I don't do as much higher uh, tier stuff as you guys, so my example is I was in a low GM and we decided to run um, Orisa Sigma and the other team came out with Winston Zarya and it was it was it was I think the enemy team accidentally when they ran Winston Zarya properly um, there was nothing we could do as tanks because Orisa's halt is um, a much smaller radius because Sigma has had a big barrier now um, and because Arisha and Sigma are now way less competent at protecting their other pl the other members of their team, when they played it right, we got rolled. But um, if they played it slightly wrong, um, we won. So I think I think in that matchup, it's less to do with what the players of the double shield team does. It's more what the enemy team does. Okay, so you're basing your opinion on how who you're playing against really yeah yeah pretty much what do I you mean... think animated double shield i mean i think with this coming meta everything is going to be map dependent i said this earlier that there won't be or at least not that i can see one comp that fits all one thing no that, no definitely not i don't think that fits everything and i kind of i really disagree with what everyone's saying on kind of twitter and all around kind of the overwatch community that kind of i mean it was been like said in chat that main tanks are dead we're never going to see main tanks being played. oh yeah i, I don't know oh, that, no, that's kind of like it's definitely less fun playing main tank but that you'll always need a main tank always especially I... <laughs> especially teams teams that can't afford so especially like t3 t4 no one could you can't afford to get rid of your main tank not a chance I know a lot of. I don't streams. know how many of people in chat do managing, but there's no way you're gonna you can afford to get rid of a, a, uh, a main tank player. Yeah, in competitive and climbing the ladder stuff like that. I think ladder is a completely different. Story. A come ladder yeah. is a hundred percent out of whack. Zaya hog hundred percent of the time. I feel like right now. Yeah. Hog, yeah, because yeah, there's not enough coordination to counter and, it below yeah, GM, even and top 500. And that's why a lot of you know streamers, like, I know MO7 tweeted it the other day, and he was on Noob Hunter and stuff about it, saying that double shields were just completely dead, and there was no point in using them. You may as well just get a tissue and cry in bed all day. And I feel like that is just purely towards ladder and nothing to do with scrims or teams or but anything that's like that. because he's an honor player as well though yeah that yeah. is also true the meta the meta doesn't suit him being an honor player i know but a lot of lucio players said it as well and it's kind of like lucio is definitely more viable of now they did rule is coming back all the lucio yeah. honor one tricks crawling out their hole going oh, hey double shield's dead i don't have to play bap or zen or brig anymore of course they're yeah. happy <laughs> true but I, like I said, I understand where they're coming from, but it's purely to do yeah, with ladder and nothing to do with anything else. Shields, I don't, I don't see really. I mean, obviously, unless they end up playing like Sim, Hog or something. But unless you're standing at a choke point, holding your shield for all of them to see, mm. you're, you're not gonna burn that much shield if you're taking like quick fights. 
you still have 1700 hit points as a Ryan heart and they still have to burn through that before they can get to you so I mean unless like I'm missing something you just take quick fights and just don't stand in front of them holding shield I mean if your Reinhardt's standing there holding shield or if your wrist is put shield where it's just gonna get shot then that's a main tank being bad as opposed to a main tank not being playable because Blizzard are sort of getting rid of them I think I think Arisa, so the double shield combo Arisa and Sigma, they just they just don't um, they don't work together as well anymore. So yeah. um, I um, the higher up you go, there's more nuances to it. But the basic level of double shield is um, you alternate shields. You have the combos like Holt Rock. Um, you have on some maps like Junker Town, you split up. Um, and I think. Um, I I just don't think I don't see how it's better than the other comps that we've discussed, like Hogzaria and um, uh, Double Bubble. And I think I think um, it's just with Sigma's Sigma's um, reduction in health, his um, kinetic grasp has increased. Um, and then Orissa has just less HP, less survivability. It's going to be much harder to run. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we haven't said much about the DPS lineup. Yeah, and... we've definitely lacked in the DPS. Yes. Um... Uh, I know someone in chat typed before that the Ash Soldier and McCree are going to be shown more, and I like that idea. In Korean Dive. Especially with Hog, though, yeah. If I feel Hulk's like in Korean Hulk, Dive, then... you could 100% use an Ash and a McCree. A McCree on the shorter line ones. Like, I know a lot of I know a lot of people Please. like the Tracer Sombra. I know you like it animated. I but... love Tracer Sombra as well. Yeah, but I feel, because it's, <laughs> it's more of a, like, a hybrid what sort of thing, and... The Ash Dynamite is so effective, and it still is. Even in like without double shield, you know, take everything else away. I feel like Ash could definitely cement herself in a dive sort of scenario. What? I don't know I why. Mean, I, I just. I, <laughs> okay. I feel okay, like. What I would say is just that. Um, well, I I think this whole concept of rule and dive is uh, like isolated comps. We're gonna see more and more of hybrid comps and people sticking bits of things together. So I think Connor is, has a valid point when he says that Ash and these hit scan heroes have um, have a place in um, in a dive comp because are we really calling it a dive comp still? I think I think what I'm trying to say is that we're not gonna. We're gonna see less of your traditional dive and more of hybrid comps, where heroes work in different ways and they work differently. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I just um, I quite like someone said Bastion is dead right now. And you use, use Bastion to use. You really be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think he's he's kind of he's not a meta pick at all. But if you're thinking about running a Bastion into into their kind of. I mean, if they're running, winst yeah, it's just gonna shred it. It's gonna hundred percent shred it. In Bastion, I don't know. I think NA avoided are still doing it a little yeah. bit with dyslexia and um, Bastion main, but like, oh, Jesus. I mean, obviously, you don't run. Uh, you, you don't. You, run you, it. you don't run it every single map. 
You don't run a bastion in a dive comp. That's worse no. than Connor's Ash suggestion. You know what? No, 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 no. If I'm honest, though, Ash, Ash with a pocket still feels damn right disgusting. She and is. If you can squeeze a Mercy into it, then why the hell not play an Ash, right? What? One yes. thing I did. Yeah. Um, two heroes that I think we definitely should talk about. Well, at least one of them is Farah. Uh, no, Farah's still in the same place. Farah's okay. Yeah, so, that's fine. Let's, I think, so as a final kind of send-off um, between just the two of you, um, comps for this week that people should be running. Connor, what is your pick? Uh, on what to run? Uh, definitely Winston, Zaya. You can either go with Tracer or Sombra, or you can try and fit the Ash in, or the Kree. I know Anime doesn't like it, but Kree on the shorter maps, Ash on the longer maps, I feel like could be super effective. Chuck a, a Mercy in there and probably get an Ana. Ana or a Bop, I feel like, could work. Groove, what is your, your pick for this week's comp? I would just say, if you want to win ladder games, Roadhog Zarya, Farah. <laughs> Sad get, first. Get, get, get a Farah. Get a. The, the other DPS is pretty much variable. You might want to hit scan. A Mercy for the Farah and uh, Ana. That's what I would say. That's what I'm okay. going to be trying to run. Okay. I think I'm I'm still stuck. I think I'm going to stick with a hog comp for running. Uh, I'm still going to stick with, for teams above, teams pushing T3, you've got to be playing, you know, Monkey's Aria, or you've got to be testing um, main tank-based comps. There's no point running these double off-tank comps. Hmm. Um and if you're below that and you're if you're wanting to win in scrims and you're wanting to win games or you're in tournaments then obviously Hogzaria is like the safe pick especially if you've got you know I'm sure your off tank player loves you um, but again if you're really looking to grind you need to be as a team you have to be focusing more towards teamwork based comps rather than individual pick comps right they're cool to win with it's nice to roll in scrims with them especially if you've got good players. But if you're really wanting to improve, there's next to no point in running. Try and look for other options like Double Bob or even things like Animated said, the Rhino Risa Brawls or the Rhine Sigma Brawls. Try and look to include those. So my pick is... Uh, I'm going to go with Rhino Risa this week. Rhino Risa with either your Doomfists, your Maze, your Krees, your Reapers. Um, and supports are going to be honor and whatever other support you feel like running really your your main support has pretty much freedom here they all work decently um mm. again ladder is obviously different but to grind, to grind team games definitely look to be running that sort of comp yeah but i think that all that wraps us up for today thank you all for listening um we'll be live we'll announce next week which day and what time we will be doing again it will be posted up on youtube as soon as we can do that um if you could all go and subscribe that'd be great 